What's up, guys? In this business breakthrough session, I sit down with Blair Hargraves, a painting contractor in Louisiana, and he is in a pickle right now. He's got uh, three employees under him, but he's having to split up his three employees, which is causing a lot of stress. He's getting some call outs, uh, really just losing losing the grip um, that, he, that he once had on his business, and it's kind of putting him in a position where he has to work. His hands are getting dirty, and he's kind of losing sight of that uh, that freedom that comes with owning a business. So I really want uh, you guys to pay attention to this one, listen to it all the way through. Uh, gave him some really good advice on how he can regain control and instill some really positive morale back into the business, get the guys motivated. So great breakthrough here. Uh, enjoy. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right, they're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener, it's so much better, and that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time, and that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat, and that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets Podcast. All right. What's up, everybody? I'm here with uh, my good friend, Blair. I've known Blair for a while now, ever since I started you know, helping out people and Somehow we connected. Um, this is the business breakthrough. And uh, Blair, uh, when I initially spoke with him a while back, was working with, um, you know, a nine to five, was it? You were working a nine to five. What were you yeah. doing before? Uh, I was doing instrumentation and electrical in a gas plant. Okay. He was doing something super complicated, taking up a lot of his time. And he, he started his own uh, painting business. He's on site right now. Um, so let's dive in, man. What's the business look like? How many people you got working for you? Uh, what's revenue look like and uh, what's something that's going really, really well right now? Uh, well, I got three guys right now. Okay. Uh, and it are they man, employees or are they uh, subcontractors? They, they're employees. Okay. So you got, that's great, man. Yeah. Nice. I had some bad issues when I first started uh, with subs. So I just, I started with one guy and I just went from there. I got that's so a, busy. Yeah. It's more help so yeah that's how it works that's what i tell everyone to do start with that one guy man build from there yeah. so you got three guys um what's revenue look like for you what's the average you know what are you averaging per week uh per week right now i would say it depends on how quickly we can finish a job right but uh it's looking like i would say two thousand about two thousand a week in revenue. Well, are you talking about in profit? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, in profit. Okay, yeah. so in revenue, so you're probably at about you know five to seven thousand would be yeah. like the job, yeah. and then you're you're bringing yeah. in about two for profit. Got it. That's usually what because are you you're not doing any painting alongside these guys, are you? Yes, I am. Okay, full time. Uh, not not on the. Uh... Well, like right now, my guys, they're, they're doing a house without me. Okay. It's like the first time I got them doing a job where I'm not, <laughs> yeah. you know, and these guys, they're, they're good. I mean, like I said, one, one of them was an all field, got laid off. So these guys, they got a good work mentality. Yeah. So what would make you have to go do a job to kind of fill in to, to get them to, you know, like move along a little quicker or. Yeah, that's okay. basically 
Yeah. Uh, so, so right. how are you getting business? How do how do people find you? Right now, it's uh, I use I use Facebook, but I haven't advertised on Facebook for a while now. But okay. I do post a lot of uh, of our work on there, and uh, a lot of it right now is word of mouth. A lot of it's word of mouth. Okay, right so now, you... in, in the area where I live. So, are you doing one job a week? How many jobs a week are you doing? Well, depends, obviously, but usually like one to two. Lately, it's been I've been jumping around uh, around two jobs. About two jobs a week. So I'll I'll be at one location with a helper, and then the other two guys will be, you know, on a job. Gotcha. So you're sometimes splitting up this crew, and then that's yeah. when you usually well, got to fill in. The reason why is I got a good buddy of mine that's a general contractor. Okay. And uh, we started hitting it off, and we started working together. So he's been keeping me busy, pulling me off uh, – stuff i'm doing to help all right so what's not what's not going well man well i'm going to tell you what i don't think is going well and i think what's not going well is the fact that you're splitting up your team because ultimately that's kind of like a double negative right like you you're trying to accomplish more by splitting your team up but the job's just taking longer right correct yeah so if your jobs are taking longer um and and not only that it kind of adds a little weight to the guys because they're having to do more you, we both know, and you've been doing this long enough, you know the difference between having three guys on a job and having two guys on a job makes a big difference in terms of, like, morale, right? Yeah. You know, because they look look at the house and, like, man, like, they got – that's just how it is, like, week after week. Like, I got to do all this, you know, just me and this guy. And if you got one guy that's, like, crushing it, you know, he's going to be ha- carrying the load. And it's and it's and a, a different dynamic because I know that you probably have some guy that you consider, like, a manager, right? Yeah, I do. Okay. So for him, he goes some weeks from managing three people or two people, which gives him that sense of pride to just managing another person. Yeah. It's a difference. And I think that I'm big on company culture, team roles, that sort of thing. Whenever you split up that crew, because it's so small, you're taken away from that internal drive that I think that manager has, in my opinion. You know, does, is this somebody yeah. that you feel, am I making sense here? Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. So, so what I think the approach should be, and this is what I did in the beginning, I worked with one crew. I never, never separated them because I knew that we were stronger together. You have to understand that like, if you're separating, let's say you have two jobs for the week, right? Let's say you have one interior and one exterior. Okay. Instead of two guys working on that whole interior for the whole week, Four guys can get it done in three days. And then you could go yeah. to the exterior for two days, you know, instead of yeah. instead of that. It's usually about the same. And you're that fourth guy for now until you bring someone on as a helper because, you know, yeah. that's kind of the role that you should be looking for. But all this really comes down to is, is marketing, right? Because you really don't have that many jobs to where, like, you know, you could stagger them out like that. So – so have you tried anything in terms of like paid leads or anything like that? Yeah. Uh, I'm actually on home advisor. How's that been working for you? Uh, I had stopped using it for a while and then I started back up again this year. But like I said, I've just word of mouth. I've been so busy. So I've been pausing the leads for now. I just, I can't get to the people, you know, I can't get to them. 
Okay. So, how many jobs right now do you have lined up? I got about five jobs lined up. Five jobs lined up. Okay. Yeah. And, and are you currently working on how many, how many jobs are you currently working on right now? Uh, two. Two. And the guys are split up, right? Yes. The one you're working on right now with the guy, are they inside that house right now? Uh, no, I got, uh, one of them called in sick. So I, it's just me by myself. But like I said, this interior job. So this was the guy. So you're all right. So let me get the concept, the context. Together. Okay. So you have two guys that are working on another job right now. Correct. And, and then the guy that was supposed to work with you today, it, he called out sick. Correct. Is he really sick or do you think he's BSing you? Well, he's, he's more or less, uh, he's probably, 53 years old and he's uh, I, I don't know having some issues with, with his uh back and stuff so i don't know if let me ask you this do you think it's kind of intimidating for him to know at 53 years old that he's got to come and do this work today knowing that you're the business owner and you're going to be on the phone you're going to be texting you're going to be calling and it, do you really think that that has some sort of psychological play at all as opposed to this 53 year old working with the guys knowing that he's got a team to think about it every day, the, the guys go in and they have to put X amount of effort in on Monday. The effort that they put in is going to be the highest. It's, it's going to be all week. Mm -hmm. It declines as the week goes on. Right. Correct. So when you take your guys off of the job, they have to short circuit that effort on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday to make up for the fact that, there's no one else helping them, right? And you're probably paying this guy hourly, right? Yeah. I'm going to make a wild guess and say he's getting 16 bucks. Correct. Is that exactly it? Correct. Okay. Yeah. So 16 bucks isn't enough to justify somebody coming in and doing 80% of the effort because that's what's going to happen today, right? Correct. Yeah. So he could be sick. Or he could be mentally just like looking at his day thinking, I can't do this today. As opposed yeah. to, I very, 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 very rarely ever get call outs in my company ever because everyone puts 25% effort in and we get 100% total because we work in teams of four. So everyone goes to the job with 25% effort. I'm not saying that they don't do 100% of that 25%. But yeah. that's, 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 we're all contributing to the whole and you're the business owner. You've got to, you've got to be cognizant of that dynamic because that's kind of what I'm thinking is happening. And it probably hasn't happened. It's probably happened before. And you're here now at a job by yourself and you're like, dude, I have, a, you have a, you have a long day ahead of you, right? Yeah, correct. What all do you have to do in there? What's left? I have uh, 10 cabinet doors to prime. And about uh, close to probably 12 cabinet doors. Uh, okay. I'm sorry, uh, drawers that I, I masked yeah. off and okay. I got to. So you got a whole kitchen to do. So almost. So are the frames done? Yes. Okay. And and uh, is, are the homeowners there? No, nobody's living in the house right now. All right. Lucky you. Yeah. That's, lucky you. Well. I'll give you a little backstory in this job. I took during the hurricanes, it was raining so much. I took on 
an ex an interior job, this interior job, I kind of jumped ahead a little bit on my schedule on some people because I had, this is the only interior I had. So with all this rain to let the guys stay working, I took this job on. Okay. And it's kind of been dragging out since August. Well, no, I'm sorry, September. Because, carpenter, about that. because of the carpentry work and everything yeah. else. Okay, it's, so there's other things. Two bathroom remodels, you know. Just, and then the lady adds like uh, an island in the kitchen now. So they, I had to wait for him to build that. So now I'm painting that. That's all extra. But well, extra, yeah. But you don't normally do cabinets. I, I try not to. Try but not lately, to. a lot of people's been calling for that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's that's the hot that's the hot commodity right that now. That was extra too in this house yeah. was the kitchen cabinets. Okay, so you did the walls and all this other stuff, and now you're you're in the cabinet. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's just you know a lesson to be learned in niching down. I talk about that a lot. You know, essentially, that's just picking what you're best at and sticking to it and saying no to everything else, knowing. But you took it when you needed it, which I can understand. I mean, if that's all that you had, then that's what you take. And yeah. my thing is, is that when you have control of your marketing. This is one of my major points is when you have control of your marketing, you don't take things that you don't need because you have confidence in that marketing to bring you the jobs that you want. So if you have home advisor and you mastered that, all that home advisor is going to send you is house painting leads, right? So you know that I'm going to get house painting leads from home advisor, or I have a marketing channel on Facebook that's only bringing me house painting leads, that sort of thing. So when you get that cabinet request, you're like, no, I'm going to wait for my my marketing to come through to get the jobs that I want. And, and obviously, you, you know, now that this is what's happening is that you, you're kind of like, you, you're not able to sell right now, you're not able to market and that's gonna that's hurting you in the future. You know, um, right now, you just got two guys that are probably thinking, man, like, this is a lot of work. What do you pay in the highest guy? 16. 16, right? And then what's the other guy getting 14? 14. Yeah. You know, the, to me, you're paying a, a project manager to run your job at 16 bucks an hour. That's about 120 bucks a day, right around there after taxes. Okay. If he knows that he could go and leave your business and just do one job a month <laughs> and make three grand, because right now, the way he sees it, he's doing everything. All you're doing is providing him the, the customer, which, you know, if he knocks on enough doors, he can figure it out. So what's the incentive for him to stay and continue to do this with just one other guy? Do you, do you think that the thought comes across during the day? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure. Wouldn't it come across your mind during the day? Mm -hmm. You know, so I think that, you know, you got to be gauging this stuff as a business owner, bro. And I think that 16 is way too, too small for somebody that you're trusting to handle your business while you're not there i mean yeah. that's way too little i mean he should be getting 20 bucks you know i mean honestly and it's and the margins are there you know that i mean to be able to afford that for somebody that you're you have a luxury that not many people have bro and right now you're speaking to me from another job site while someone else is making money for you that is something that i spend a lot of my time trying to help people get to and the hardest thing that they have and the hardest thing that they run into is the fact that they can't find someone like this guy who you trust, you know, and that, that position holds a lot of weight. You're making money while you're not physically present. And that is, is capitalism. And that's something that you need to reward for the person that's doing it for you before they find another opportunity. 
time's ticking, dude. Looking at this situation, he's either going to find another job that pays him more, he's going to start his own business, or he's just going to lose his motivation, you know? Yeah. Some of this stuff helping. I mean, I just want to make sure that I'm yeah. hitting oh, yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, because I don't want you to get to a point where, you know, right now you're in the red zone in terms of, like, you're having to pick up the slack on another job. If you don't fix this stuff in the, on the other side with the other guys – you're going to be picking up slack on their jobs. You know, my honest assessment of this is since nobody's living at this house right now, you need to go over there and help them finish that job. And then all of you guys come here and work on this job. That's what I would do. You're going to, you're not going to get much done today working by yourself. You know, it'll just, mm-hmm. you know, you know that, I mean, it's just going to be a total morale. I would go pick up those guys some breakfast and come in with a new energy about the way your business is going to be ran, reinstill some excitement into those guys because things are in disarray right now. And I think that you should never separate these guys. You should keep these three guys together. It's your job to, to schedule this little job in right now, fit that into the mold of the week because it's not worth it if the people aren't there. You know, if there's people there and the guy's like, come on, we need our kitchen back. Yeah, dude, I get it. When are they moving in? Uh, well, they wanted to be in before Christmas. But, okay, uh, so how many more days are on the job that the guys are working at right now? Uh, they they should be wrapping up this afternoon. If okay. not, it's half a day tomorrow. Touch okay, up. so this afternoon. So if you were already thinking that they might have to come tomorrow, go there and help them finish and make sure it's done this afternoon. Guys, we got to stay. You're bringing lunch. Pull your manager aside. Say, listen, man, I appreciate everything you've been doing. You know, I've been, I've been going through a lot, you know, trying to manage everything. I want you to know that your hard work's rewarded. I want to give you a $2 raise. Give them 18 just for now. And just say, Merry Christmas, dude. Let me tell you what you're going to get out of that. The, the, the morale is going to go through the roof. He's not expecting it, you know. And maybe, you know, yeah. this is what you need to do to make sure that your guys stay. And say, look, I'm going to help you guys finish. You know, you're bringing lunch. I'm going to help you guys finish. And then tomorrow, this you were going to have them booked over there. Bring them here. Get the, get this done. You know what I'm saying? And then and then yeah. maybe maybe Buddy will be back, 53. He'll come back, you know, and you guys can all work together. What do you think about that? Do you think that that would help? Yeah. I mean, is that something that you think that you would do? Yeah. You know, yeah. I, mean, that's, that's, I look at it from, from my business, and I look at it like – you know, your, your employees are keeping you away from having to work, you know, and uh, we got to make sure that that stays that way. Cause you can't grow your business right now, dude. You're, you're really deep into this. You shouldn't be working today. So that's what I would do, man. And I think that that should help. Okay. You know, how does the raise sound to you? Is that intimidating or do you think you can make that happen? Uh, no, I can make it happen, but I just, I know, from this guy's been working with me since uh, February. Okay. So I kind of, one of them, kind of uh, every now and then he pulls something like this on me. Not all the time. Well, I'm not like talking last, about this guy. I'm talking about the guy who's running the job over there. Oh, yeah. Well, I did give him a raise, a $2 raise uh, a couple weeks ago. I started him at 12 to start, you know. Really? And then I, I gave him a $2 raise, but he, he should be, 
this guy it, uh, should be basically the manager. He should be. Uh, so, so that's what I'm saying is that has, did, have you have you formally given him the title as manager? No. Okay. Good. So that's but, something. That, but I mean, this, this is all stuff I, I've been thinking about. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's well, just. It. You got to you know, like your job. Like, I know this is your first business, right? Correct. Okay. So I just want to help you get this down before you may, you don't need to go through the mistakes to learn, bro. I'm telling you right now, what is going to happen? It's not, it's, this is human nature. This is psychology. This is, there's so much that comes into play with what I'm teaching you. And I made some of the mistakes that I'm trying to help you avoid. You've got to create something that gives people that title. Like, Hey man, you know, pull them aside. Look, I'm going to make you the project manager. Now you're a project manager. When I come to the jobs, I'm going to introduce you to the customer as the project manager. You've been doing a great job. Right. And then from there, say, look, I'm going to give you 18 an hour because you're just doing a great job, man. And you're just running these jobs so well. And you know that he's doing a good job. I mean, you wouldn't have him there if he wasn't. That's yeah. valuable. Do you know how hard that is to find? <laughs> like, mm -hmm. bro, that's like the, that's like the secret to success. So, you know, that needs to be rewarded and there has to be some sort of internal drive greater than money, which the title and having the two guys under him every day so he can learn his team and he can get to know how they operate. Every time you take someone away from his crew, he loses that momentum, you know, yeah. and, and managers need that momentum to like know that, okay, I got to put Joe in this room and he's going to be there for an hour. I got to put Johnny in this bathroom. He'll get that done before lunch. And then I could do this. And now your jobs are going to start working way more seamlessly. And you're going to be able to schedule them way more effectively because you're like, okay, this crew can get this job done in two days. What do you think about that, John? Yeah, I know. Yeah, we can get it done in two days. You know, and then you could schedule the next job right there. So you're not having that like, oh, well, we'll be here for another afternoon. Like the goal would be to squeeze your job times down to where you're only on a day, 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 day basis, not day and a half. And then starting another job half a day in and then you know, having to let it sit over the weekend, like your scheduling is yeah. where your profit is, right? So if your scheduling is tight, your profit's going to be great because ultimately you're able to maximize what your team can do in a week's time versus having to calculate this extra time the following week. And it just makes your whole business messy. So it all really starts with the manager. He's the guy yeah. on the job, bro. And that's what I'm saying. This is so valuable. So if I were in your shoes right now, this is what I would do. I leave walk up, leave, go over there, get these guys some breakfast. It's still early. Pull buddy aside, tell him the new vision, tell him the new plan, give him the raise. Say, look, we need to finish this one today. We're going to go finish those cabinets tomorrow. And after that, don't you think you'd be caught up at that point? Once this is out of the way, this house. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, so you guys are stronger together, man. And I think that should be the, the motto, bro. And I try to tell mm -hmm. a lot of contractors this. A lot of guys do exactly what you're doing. They'll take two guys and throw them here and two guys and throw them there. And it's like, dude, after the third job, you're just like exhausted. Two guys painting a, painting a house every every week. You yeah. Know? Think about it. I mean, it's just like exhausting. It's demotivating. And ultimately, there's two things that are going to happen. They're going to find another job or the motivation is going to drop and the customer is the one that's going to pay for it because they can tell. Yeah. You know, well, you see it. This job, this exterior we're on, I usually do pretty much all the spraying myself. Okay. So I kind of gave them a little space and said I gave them the chance to see Love what it. they can do. Love this it. is basically why I kind of split up this time, you know. 
but like I said, we're still trying to catch up on this interior. Good. But uh, so I'll, I hadn't been over there since they've been spraying, and I know they know how to spray. Right. You know, I know I did that too, man. I actually. But I'm so I'm such that. a perfectionist that I know. You know, that's and I want to make sure they don't get paint on nothing and stuff like that. You know, make sure they mask correctly and everything. Dude, so. you're. Let me tell you, bro. You're light years ahead of many people who have that. You're not a control freak. Some people are where you're able to say, you know what, here, I'm going to give you guys a spray. Some guys can never get away from that because they don't trust their team. That, that speaks volumes to me about where you're heading. But listen, you got to come from that business owner mindset. And that really is more than just the numbers, the finances and all that stuff. It's you got to gauge the morale of your organization. And even though you only have three guys right now, I would say I'm giving you a D on morale. You had a call out today. Okay. I guarantee the conversations that are happening at the job are kind of like, man, like, you know, this is a lot, you know what I'm saying? And like, you know, Blair's a good guy, but you know, you know, what do you, you know, what are you getting paid? You know what I'm saying? You don't want those conversations yeah. happening, bro. And I'm, I'm assuming that they are. And that's just the nature of the way workers are sometimes if they don't mm -hmm. feel like the money that they're getting paid is equal or greater than the value that they're giving you. It's a, it's an exchange, you know, you're giving them money for their time and their value. You got to make sure that the time and their value and the money that you're giving is either equal or greater. And that's what's going to create happiness, you know, and then they're going to overcompensate in not to you, but to your customers, because they're going to feel happy and valued and they're going to love coming to work. Okay. You know, and it's only going to reward you because your customers are going to leave you great reviews, <laughs> tell their friends, all the above, because your guys are treating the customers great. You know. All right. Okay. That's what I got for you today, man. I hope that helped. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. You know it, bro. You know it, man. I look forward to maybe a uh, an update, man. Give me an update on how things go for you. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Hopefully, twenty twenty one's a better year for everybody. So. Hopefully, man. Hopefully, that's the goal, man. All right, my friend. I'll catch up with you. All right. Thank you. Yes, sir. Hey, I just want to take a second to thank you for joining me here on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Um, I'm just going to take this opportunity to let you know that my passion is coaching people, helping people. Um, I've changed my Instagram name to at Contractor Coach, and I did that because that is my passion. I want to help you, so please reach out to me. If you have an issue going on in your business, send me an email Find me on Instagram, message me, and let's do a breakthrough session. I want to work through your problems in your business to help you get to that next level. And, and one thing that I always say is this, you know, the difference between those that get over the humps and the hurdles in business is just a change in perspective. And that's what I plan to offer you. So get with me, message me, allow me to help you take your business to the next level.